0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Weekly Nightly Podcast with the Hockey Podcast Network, Season 2, Episode 2. So uh, we're, we're just going to get right rolling here. I'm AJ. I'm Carlo.
1: Hey, guys. This is Eric. And this is Dave.
0: All right. So uh, we are uh, recording on Sunday morning after the Vegas Golden Knights started to put a bunch of green screens of their uh, their players all over <laughs> Twitter and, and Instagram. And Carlo has been just absolutely having a freaking field day. Um so yeah, go check out his his Twitter. There's some really funny ones. Uh, yeah,
2: sorry for my uh, sorry. I was late this morning, guys, because uh, <laughs> I was I was photoshopping. you
0: you're too busy trolling the Golden Knights <laughs> social media. Yeah,
3: we um, gotta um, give a shout out to our friend Brittany too on that one with uh, the,
0: the
2: Instagram attacks. comments. And the yeah. taxi one's my favorite, though. The taxi one is my favorite. Yeah,
0: there, there are some really good ones that people are coming up with. But then Carlo rebutted that with the Caps doing their victory lap with T-Mobile winning the Stanley Cup with the, the girl uh, with with her boobs out on the glass. So uh, <laughs> that's out there now. <laughs> um, also, so, I'm,
2: wav- I'm waving to you guys for the first time in our podcast. Hi, guys. We can yeah. actually see you.
0: <laughs> yeah, Carlo got a webcam. So that's big news for us. Uh, so maybe he'll show up on one of the uh, After Hours Hockey Podcast Probably. Network things now and, and start trolling the rest of uh, of Hockey Twitter. Um, so let's get into it. Let's talk about uh, what the, what's the what been up with the World Juniors. Um, I'm going to pass the buck over to everybody else here because I actually haven't had a chance to really watch them. I, I haven't had access to the games. So uh, what's everybody thinking? I heard good, real good things about Krebs still.
2: Yeah, Krebs has been fantastic. I mean, he's not getting a lot of points, but he's getting a lot of um, opportunities though. And he his puck possession is so good. He battles for the puck like he's he's notorious on the boards. And he he's 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 a very competitive. He's he's just been impressing me this whole time, man. Krebs has been great. He was game of uh, player of the game. I for, I forget which one. It was the game before. It was not this game that happened yesterday. It was the game before that. It
1: was, it was the team. last last round Robin game. Yeah. He was the player of the game. But then uh, the coach said, even uh, after last game, that he was probably the best player in that game too. Like he's <laughs> He has been fantastic. Um, points. All the points are going to... Um, Cous- is cousins, cousins, yeah, no, cousins yeah, and uh, uh, Turcot. No, I was going to say zegris is American. Zgris, yeah, no, yeah, cousins. Zgris, yeah no. cousins is is getting tons of points. But the thing with with Krebs, he's going out there, he's playing PK minutes, he's playing uh, power play one minutes, and he's getting thrown over the boards in uh, defensive zone. Like they trust him mm-hmm. explicitly, which is why the Golden Knights would draft him right. Like that's what they look for in all of their forwards. Um, yeah, he has I like been playing been- fantastic. Yeah, I, I like how
3: he's been playing in front of the net as well too. I was gonna yeah. say that
0: I did see a bunch of that when I was when I did have a chance to watch a few games ago, and like his his finishing on, in front of the net and just being a, that pest role has been really strong. From
2: what I yeah, seen. and he had that really big hit against uh, the Czech player too. They just put him on the boards. Guy's more physical than his like size indicates, but we did talk about this uh, on the text message because uh, Krebs. Uh, it's not a big guy, so like being him being in front of the net is. Uh, I don't think it's going to translate as well in the NHL. I think he, he's he has definitely he's going to be able to do it, but not he's not going to be as dominant, hey, as he is. At least not the first
3: few years. He's got to put some more yeah. muscle on and.
2: Because we can also see uh, players like Marcia, so who's a smaller guy, and he can be a a, a, a really good. Uh, net front presence but Krebs has always been a, a finesse guy a vision guy an IQ guy that, that's always been him but I've been really impressed by uh, Krebs though he's looked really good like, he, like like I said earlier he's not getting all the points but like if you if you just break down hockey stuff like defense all around game I think Krebs has been one of the best if not the best players in team Canada
3: yeah, for honestly. sure. He's doing a lot of the doing a lot of the dirty things necessary yeah. that get gets you victories. You know,
2: the and he's playing the wing
3: unnoticed by the win most. mentality
2: is big with him. It sounds yeah. like um, yeah, he's playing the wing too.
0: And and what and I think some of this might be you know a lot of these these other players are are on teams that might have plenty of room for a player of their caliber that's playing in the World Juniors in the next season or two. Krebs is up against a team that is very stacked; that uh, it's going to be a lot harder to get onto. So I, I think that's probably also contributing to how hard he's working too.
2: Yeah, and I think he's just really that. Time. And we got to remember too, he was in that training camp uh, during in the bubble. He was in that bubble. Yeah. This is actually the second time he's been in in an Edmonton bubble.
0: Well, they wrote a whole athletic yeah. article about that and how like Engo and like a bunch of the players were really mentoring him. And, and yeah, he was living with Stone, obviously. So,
1: yeah. Let me push back on one little thing. So you guys have said a couple of times he's not getting the points. So he's played five games. So everybody's played five games, right? You had four round yeah. robin games. In the yeah. game. Oh, he's
2: getting points, but he's not like he's not the points leader. That's what I'm.
1: That's what I meant. Dylan Cousins is leading Canada. Yeah. He's second on Team Canada in points. He's he? sixth. He's sixth overall in the uh, yeah. in um, World Juniors, and three of the six are from Team Germany, yeah. who just yeah. continued to to yeah. throw everybody. They only had a few. Uh, it was Florian a lot. Uh, yeah, Tim Stutzel, J.J. Paterka, and Florian Elias. Um, but, yeah, you have Trevor Zegres, Dylan Cousins, and then Peyton Krebs is number six, number two on Team Canada with uh, eight points. So it's he is getting plenty of points when he's second on the most dominant team there. So he, he's absolutely shining. Um, I think it's fantastic for him for his development. But now at this point, he won't be able to be in camp. He's missing the first what nine days nine ten days he'll get to because will he have to um quarantine for seven days when he gets back probably not because they they were in a bubble but i don't know how it works i know going to canada they had to i don't know about coming to america america where the the wild wild west we can do whatever we want here i guess so uh he might not have to but yet so there's no games today on Sunday, but then you're going to play Monday and Wednesday or Monday and Tuesday if you're not in the championship. But most likely, oh, they're still going to play
2: if, if even if they lose because it's the bronze
1: medal, correct? But but I think they split the bronze medal and the gold medal, they don't play them on the same day. Oh, they don't? Oh, I either way, I they give like a day off. Top of my head, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I think I think but. the earliest that they could be out would be uh, Wednesday, so he wouldn't fly back to like Thursday, he wouldn't get to camp till Wednesday or Thursday, so yeah.
3: So and second the- second in points with the team that has 19 first rounders on it. That
1: that's that's pretty damn good. Every yeah. forward that it plays for Team Canada was a first round pick. That is astonishing.
0: Wasn't and wasn't Krebs probably one of the lower picks out of that whole
2: bunch? Yeah, that was just because of his injury, man. He would yeah. have been a top ten pick if he wasn't hurt.
1: Yes and no. You got um uh Suzuki was a later round pick, Tomasino was a later round pick. I mean, they're they're or not later round, but later first round. Um, yeah behind him in this in the same draft. So but yeah, I mean, we've talked about it before, Krebs, if it weren't for the um Achilles injury, he probably would have been a top 10 pick.
3: Oh. So uh, by by the way, guys, uh the semifinals are tomorrow and both the championship and third place game are on Tuesday.
1: Okay, okay perfect. So Sorry he could that. be back earliest by Wednesday, which is the third day of on ice. Because I don't think they have any on ice today, right? Camp started no, today, but I don't most, think there's any on ice. It's just training probably and stuff. Probably most
2: media and meetings media and stuff. Yep. Broadly, yeah,
0: And he's probably going to be the most seasoned. Out of everybody teammates. at this point, right? <laughs>
1: like, yeah,
2: because he just played. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he he, I think he'll be uh caught up to date. I don't think I'm. I, I I'm saying Krebs has a chance to make the team. I'm I'm starting to feel a little bit good about that. Really, I think he does have a chance, man. Like I'm not saying he will. Oh, he's especially, got a chance, though, for sure. Yeah, especially if because the WHL is not playing too.
1: I think I think for sure he's going to make the taxi squad because there's nowhere else to put him. Yeah. So they'll keep him there I because mean... the AHL is going to start on the fourth or fifth yeah. of February. So they're not going to be so worried about their AHL players because he won't be able to play in the AHL unless the WHL is not playing at that time. So I think he'll make the taxi squad. Yeah, actually. When, when I start talking through it, maybe not because he will have just played games and some of these other players haven't played games. So maybe they won't want him on the taxi squad. Maybe they'll just leave him in Vegas and let him play in the AHL if it starts that way.
2: Yeah, if if it doesn't make the uh, NHL, I think he will play in the AHL because there is no WHL this season. And I think they already made a thing about that, that the contract won't slide if they're, uh, or something like that, right? I believe I
3: saw that as well too, yes.
2: Yeah. But it will a... or won't slide?
3: Will not. So it, I mean, it will, it will, it will. Yes.
2: Yeah, okay.
1: Sure. Yeah, that would make sense. That wouldn't make any sense otherwise. Yeah. You, they, they just unfortunately tell him to miss three months of on ice or whatever. No, so it would still slide as long as he doesn't play the. It's prorated down to seven games this year. Or, yeah, That's seven games, games. Yeah. Yeah. So Who, um, it's a it's something to look at.
2: What about uh,
0: Grissan? How's how did he? How's he?
2: Well, oh, wait, we, we, we haven't talked about uh, Korzak. Until oh, yeah, that's right. That. Yeah, so which, um, as a defenseman, I think he got a few points like two, right? He, I remember he had a uh, the primary assist with Krebs. I, I remember watching this play where uh, Krebs was battling uh, for a puck, he was against two guys in the wall and he passed it to Korzak, and Korzak passed it to uh. Another teammate, and then scores. Both of them get an assist. Korzak has been okay. He hasn't been the most flashy player compared to like Krebs, but he's a defenseman. He's a def- he's known to be a defensive defenseman. So uh, I didn't really expect him to be a, a flashy type of player. Kind of like uh, McNabb, you know, where you don't really notice him on the ice, but he's doing his job. You well, know, I notice him kind of when he takes a penalty. Korzak
3: has one point.
2: Yeah,
1: one point. Yeah, that the was the one assist. Uh, yeah, the, the one assist. assist.
2: Yeah,
1: Krebs did a good job shielding the puck along the boards. Got it to Korzak. Korzak got it right over to uh one of the other defensemen. It was point shot, and it went in.
2: Yeah, yeah, that was a that was a good play by both of them. But
1: yeah, I, I didn't expect him to get a lot of points. Uh And he's been the seventh or eighth defenseman. Yeah, time. I mean, he he got to play. Six D-man when uh, when Schneider was suspended for suspended, that one game. Yeah. I
2: think he's stuck in on the roster for a bit because I remember him playing last game. He's played five games. Yeah, he's played five games. So I think he uh, he he was the seventh defenseman to start uh, to start the uh, tournament, and then I think he moved up. Uh, he's just stuck in
1: when uh, when he got in he got into the lineup and he just stuck. In uh, in juniors, you're allowed to skate seven defensemen, so that's why he's played. Every uh, game. Okay, yeah. Yeah, you but you, you can skate moments, seven. Yeah. He he just doesn't get a ton of minutes. You can yeah. skate seven defensemen though, so he hasn't. Yeah, he's been what you expect him to be, right? Stay at home defenseman. Yeah. Not not anything flashy. Um, and then to answer your question, AJ on uh, Brisson, he showed a couple flashes on the power play with his one timer, but other than that, he's he he's he's kind of buried on that team. He, yeah. th- his line does not go out there a lot. Yeah, same. Uh, I've noticed first that year
3: too. on the team, too, though, so.
1: Yeah,
2: and he's an underclassman, so they're giving the, the, the upperclassmen, the better players, the more developed players, more time.
1: Yeah, it feels like Zegers does... like is over the board every other line. Like, he yeah. just feels like he's out there all the time. It, yeah. He
2: uh, Brisson, though, is, like, when he is on the ice, though, he's pretty good. I'm, like, he's a one-timer, is pretty legit. Uh, that the, His first goal was just ridiculous. We oh, uh, shot? Yeah. Oh, my God. But, uh, like, he uh, – I haven't really watched a lot of USA games, though, because I've been uh, doing other things. But the, the the games that I did see, I, I've liked Bresson. I don't think he's the best player in that team. I don't think he is – uh, what Krebs is to team Canada, you know, you know what I mean? But he is, you know, remember, this is his first year on that team. He is uh, still a, yeah
1: underclassman
3: he'll be eligible to play on it next year as well too.
1: Yeah. yeah exactly. He's an older underclassman, but he's still an underclassman. Yeah. And he I think should he'll, be, he should be better next year. Yeah. I think he'll have a bigger role
2: next year too. I think he's going to be, because I think right now he's in the fourth line, I believe. Right. Fourth or yeah. third line.
1: He's a bottom yeah, he, six he, player. He, he, he gets PP time, but that's it. I mean, yeah. for the most part, he is he's thrown out there very sparingly. So yeah. uh, I could see him being a he's he he'll be in the college for two years. Like I, I just don't see him him uh, being one and done like any of the the elite players.
2: Yeah, next year though for uh, World Juniors, I think he's going to be in the top top six line, one of the top six lines by next year. Uh,
3: Even uh, at Michigan though, too. Michigan's a really deep team this year, and yeah. so he won't even be top line there.
2: Yeah. Um, so I'm not really that worried about his uh, points and stuff because he, lo- he did look good. And uh, I, w- I was going to say something, but I, I totally just, just
1: – Just the fact worry. that he made it, that- that's good, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, to-, yeah. to have – because, look <laughs> – Russia, USA, and Canada are the the strongest teams. I mean, Sweden, Sweden was
2: supposed to be. Finland, the, Sweden the, are the pretty good four. too. They got yeah. upset. They got upset yesterday by Finland. That was a up, great
1: game. Up and two up to zero, Finland's and then ended Finland, up lost.
3: Yeah. Finland's been in the. They've won it the uh, recently as well too.
1: Yeah, yeah but I, so I mean, last last year the uh, championship game was Canada versus Russia. That's one of the semifinals, and the year before was USA versus Finland when Finland won, and it was. Uh, and this is the other uh, semifinal. So yeah, it's it's Finland's very good. So they yeah. have look. There's five strong teams in World Juniors. Uh, so it was just and Sweden or Finland. Who was going to be the other the other team in there?
0: Didn't yeah. uh, didn't Finland also win one of the the adult men's championships in the last couple of years?
1: Uh, I don't That's remember. a great question. Yeah. Uh,
3: yeah. I, they, I mean, they've won world the regular world championships. I yeah, think They've that come close on. Olympics as well too and mostly because you know they become like the goaltending capital of the world
2: yeah that's true uh, a lot of the good goalies from Finland and Russia's been producing a lot of good goalies too recently so man this these uh, semifinals is going to be really good man Canada and Russia is going to be fun because the last time they played during uh, it was before the it was a pre-tournament game Russia just rolled over Canada and I don't think that's going to happen again. Yeah, so um, pretty exciting.
0: So, so let's move on here. So, so out of uh, all the the people that are are going to attend the Vegas Golden Knights camp, uh, does anybody have any thoughts on what the the roster they think the roster is going to shape up to be?
2: Oh, we have a really good idea. We talked about this before. We got the we got the mainstays, the, the for sure ones. The you know, uh, Pacharetti. Uh, Glass, Stone, Carlson, uh So Smith, Tuck, Stevenson, Wah. Those guys, you, you know what I mean? yeah Those guys are you, going to make it. like the, the defenseman, Petrangelo, Theodore, Martinez, McNabb, Holden, White Cloud. Those are for sure.
1: I feel like there's, there's two open spots coming yeah. into this camp. It's the seventh defenseman. He'd... No, 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 no. I, I'm, I'm only counting the top 18, right? Because with the taxes, oh, okay. squad, there's not going to be seventh defenseman. Yeah. They're not going to carry him this year because of salary count. So I think it's either fourth-line center or third-line wing, right? So the reason I say it's either-or, because if somebody like a Krebs or, or a um, Dugan or an or somebody that, that really just really shines and goes in there and wants to play third-line wing, they can move Wa down and let wah be that fourth line center so it's a comp- no sick is the person i could see getting bumped out at that point because carry and reeves are just going to play I, I just don't see any way around that and then the other spot is the holden d spot right could Hag or Coglin push him out, Holden yeah. and push him out but that to me without a trade those are the only spots that are open
3: uh, speaking of White Cloud, I was reading the tweet yesterday. I can't remember who put it out there. But he, he did every top 10 prospect for every single team. And just because White Cloud has played less than 50 games in the regular season, he's still considered a prospect. And he had him ranked sixth in the Golden Knights organization. Sixth top ranked off prospect. Yeah, I can see that.
2: He's, um, I, I really like White Cloud, but uh, Co- you say Coughlin would – be on that. Spot. it's hot it's so hard for me to see Coughlin getting that spot though because if you do that you're gonna to have to partner him with one of the other lefties because you've got to remember he is a right defenseman and White Cloud is also a right-handed defenseman I don't know if they're gonna pair them together two righties and they're both young
1: so it's, no, they wouldn't do that you'd, ha- you'd yeah, have you'd yeah. have to you'd have to consider yeah. moving uh Martinez down with him and White Cloud with uh um Shay, if you Shea, move Shay yeah. back to the left, I don't think I think Coglin is is complete afterthought. Like I don't think he has much of a chance. I think it's hey Either Hague or if he Hall. could go. Yeah, if Hag could go and play with White Cloud or Holden in White Cloud, that that's what it is. I think. And one thing that's really impressive. Speaking of White Cloud, is the fact that he went from an afterthought last year, middle of the year, to the call up to now. He's for the most part, a, almost a sure fire on this roster.
2: Yeah.
3: I think the way so. he well, played in the playoffs, I, w- I would say he's – that I'm making the squad.
1: Well, the thing about
2: White Cloud too though is you got – a lot of people forget that he had a really good uh, preseason and everybody was – actually was saying that he was going to make the team.
1: Then but he did injured. get
2: – he got injured and then it took him a while to really recover. I think that's what took them so long to really call him up and make him a permanent part of the, uh, the roster. And I think a lot of people really liked him. You know what I mean? Oh, he's solid. He's such a good
0: shutdown defenseman, given yeah. his his age and experience. Like to watch how he was playing with the NHL, at the NHL level was just
2: impressive. Yeah, and another player uh, we for uh, people forget about too is Jimmy Shult. Well, is he gonna make it, that step? No. Stop. I don't know. Stop. Stop. See. Stop. He might. For- he might uh, compete with Holden and Hague before that. Stop.
1: Stop. Forever. Schultz- forever. Schultz- AHL. Yeah, Schultz is, is a AHL plug for, for yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, and he probably knows it too because he signed here, got his one-way deal, got all the money, mm-hmm. and then now he signed a two-way deal. So he, he knows he's an AHL player now. And then there's
2: J- there's Bischoff, who has
1: a one-way Stop. deal next year. Stop. <laughs> I mean, th- th- these, Hello, these players, will, will they get a game or two? Will I get maybe up to f- a couple games? Sure, possibly. But are they threatening to, to push Holden out? No, unfortunately not. So no. it's just, I, I like I said, that's how I view it. And I think the six or f- you have to carry one goalie. So the five other um, uh, taxi Plus. squad mm-hmm. spots are going to, constantly be changing so don't take any yeah. anything into it it's going to be they're going to put people through and down to the ahl and up to the taxi squad it's going to be constantly churning, Espe- so
2: especially if they're a waiver exempt yeah
1: guys
3: yeah, then and Holden had a decent playoff he played pretty decently didn't play yeah, i don't remember yeah. many mistakes out of him so i don't think they just did play a ton very of very minutes yeah, yeah they, they, they I, were I very sheltered okay. They were very
2: sheltered uh, because he was with White Cloud. They played uh, like bottom uh, against uh, bottom six teams. I mean, team, bottom six lines. And, and didn't get a lot of minutes.
3: That's yeah. putting I, somebody in their role where they can succeed. That they need to do, and that's exactly what he did. He succeeded I, in the role yeah. they put him in. I
1: actually exactly. think it'll be even more so this year because you moved uh, your top defenseman as far as minutes in uh, Nate Schmidt out for Alex Petrangelo. So I mean, you upgraded hugely there. So. Yeah, the,
2: yeah. The um, they're gonna separate Theodore and
1: Petrangelo,
2: and oh, they're sure. gonna eat up a lot of time, both of them. Yeah, it's
1: gonna be similar to the uh, um, Heiskanen and Klingberg in Dallas, yeah, yeah. To where essentially one of those two is on the ice for like eighty fif- percent of the time. yeah, fifty yeah. plus minutes of the sixty minute game. They're oh just gonna imagine the, the
0: the freaking possession time that's gonna happen between. Theo and Petrangelo being on different different, different pairings
1: uh, and I, I, I could see late in games if you're down you're going to play them together Theo yep. can go play on the left Petrangelo can go play on the right I mean if you're down a goal or down two goals in the third I could see them getting a, a ton of time yeah, over the boards together
3: imagine those two been... watching the past uh, Pronger, Lidstrom guys like that they were getting over 30 minutes a game
0: yeah yeah, granted, that was a little bit of an, a different era, but but still, I mean, it's it wasn't that long ago, and and shit, that's that's a lot a lot more minutes than most defensemen will ever really play on average, right?
1: Yeah, defensemen are getting under twenty five. Uh, who uh, who is the Ottawa defenseman that led the league last year? Shabbat. Yeah, they just yeah. gave him all the minutes.
2: He's he's a very and,
0: skilled and you, dude as well.
2: Yeah, you even see that. Uh, during the Sharks in the playoffs, uh, not last year, the year before, uh, obviously, where Burns and Carlson had was close to like thirty minutes each, time, like each game, you know. But I don't think I don't think you can uh, sustain that through throughout the regular season. But maybe in the playoffs we'll start seeing that where uh, Petrangelo is probably going to play like twenty-seven minutes and Theodore will play like twenty-five or something like that.
1: Yeah, they're uh, just yeah. on all the time because I think. Petro will probably play more only because he'll get more PK minutes than Shea.
2: Yeah. And he's also, I, get, he's also more defensively responsible than Shea. Yeah. But. And especially in a
1: shortened season like this. Mm-hmm. For sure. The only, uh, the only real intrigue coming into camp is who's going to be named captain or are oh, they going not... to name it? Are they going to name it early? Because there's other teams have out there already started naming captains, right? Um, Minnesota today named Jared Spurgeon. So yeah. Like,
3: you Preview and stuff ahead at the end.
2: Now
1: we already know who the
2: captain is. It's Riley Smith. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. No. Um, I am
1: actually like, be okay with
2: that. Yeah, like I said, if it's not Stone, it has to be Smith. That's that's my thing. Uh, a lot of people say, especially like uh, Blues fans saying it's going to be Pet- Petrangelo. I'm like, no. There's no way. Like,
3: Man, I understand I just, he was look, the
1: captain. am not can, coming absolutely. to a new team. I could see it. It's happened before. It's not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah, but it happened before when there was no captain
2: material
1: on that team.
2: You but is
1: Stone. But here's the thing: is Stone actually captain material? Look, I, I think love the guy. he spent in the locker room. He was.
2: He was gonna be the captain for Ottawa too before they traded him. Well, and he's, but he, he's no, become the new guy. No, yeah, it was after Car- he was gonna take over Carlson. And then he traded him because he got he got moved right after.
1: Going into that year, they knew they were gonna trade him. That's why they didn't name a captain yeah. that year. Yeah, yeah. but he, he would have been. I, Stone is definitely captain material.
2: And we have and if it's not Stone, we have other captain because you Wait, know, there's Smith it. and there's uh like Patcharetti was a former captain, but I don't think he's gonna be Patcharetti. I don't think Patcheretti wants to be a captain anymore because especially in Montreal where all that pressure was in his no. room.
3: Yeah, he yeah. he could go without it and he'll be fine
1: here's what i think uh, and we've talked about it uh, plenty of time stone captain smith patch and petrangelo are your alternates
0: yeah yeah so i i'm actually i'm really excited about petrangelo also because i think Shay's going to learn a lot from him um so i think there's there's going to be some some even more improved plays that theodore makes this this year because of it
2: yeah i'm really excited about Oh, man, I'm so just so excited for the season, man. It's it's gonna be fun. I I um I'm excited to see our four like, I th- yeah. The biggest question coming into this season is the center depth. That's that's the biggest question I think. Is yeah. Glass is yeah. Glass gonna make that next step? Is Stevenson uh be able to step in if Glass can't ma- be able to make that step? Is Carlson gonna like continue to be like as good he as he is? You know what? That's the biggest question here is the center depth. That's, yeah, the, that's and hopefully nobody gets hurt. Yeah, injuries. I think we are deep enough though uh, to have I I want to say a major injury if you like but that's without saying that if we lose like a major player like a Mark Stone, you know one to replace him like a Theodore or Petro. I'm talking about like, you know, if Tuck gets hurt a few games, I think we'll be fine. If Marshy gets hurt a few games, I think we'll
1: be fine, you know. I think it's we are deep enough to hurt a few games every season. I think I think you can absorb an injury to anybody not named Shay Theodore, Mark Stone, Alex Petrangelo.
2: Yeah, I think those are the Carlson.
1: Are yeah, Carlson. Oh, I don't, Carlson. Yeah, yeah that's you, true. You can't. You can't yeah, Carlson. Carlson.
2: You can't. Good. Good, good thing four. Carlson
1: is an Iron Man too. He barely misses misses any games. Yeah, he broke a finger or something, and then uh, yeah. missed time last year. But other than that, he had played in every single Golden yeah. Knights game. But yeah, I think I think those four are your players. Yeah. And if it was a week and you were without Shea or Petro, I think you could be okay. It's just not a you don't want to go a month or or ten plus games without either of those two. So, but yeah, I, I think I agree with you. You could you have enough with Tuck being able to come up that you could absorb a winger going down yeah. or with, with any of the others, I think you're okay. But yeah, you're, you're, you're deep, but not multiple injuries deep, but no, nobody in the NHL in a salary cap world and a multiple expansion draft in four years world are going to be deep.
2: Yeah. There's some, um, yeah, those are, I think those are the four big names we can't afford to lose stone, Petro, Theodore and Carlson.
1: Yeah. I'd agree. Also our four best players. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Well, I don't know. I think Carlson and Pachurini are pretty close, like. And Riley uh, Smith's really. Yeah, he Riley Smith, married. very underrated. Yeah, that's true. But I feel like those guys are uh, kind of replaceable. I want to say replaceable, but it, they're not.
3: They don't push uh, the needle.
2: Yeah, and Carl Carlson more more of because of our center depth. If when we had Stastny and Carlson runs out, I think we're like we can we could have handled it a little bit more now we lost stasny that's when the question the big question mark comes in you know
0: well it makes me curious what happens at this at this next deadline here because something i, I have a feeling if they're going to say okay well going into the playoffs we probably need more center depth and try to probably move martinez or somebody and make a bunch oh, of moves like try they're going to try to move
2: flurry about. i think i think it really just depends on how glass handles the season if if glass is like good and and, and uh, like it lives up to what his people expect him to be, they'll be fine. They don't need to make a move on, on center. If he is like just average and didn't really like play as a second year player kinda thing,
1: they might make a center move. Let's of, if, like, you, if you get to the deadline this year and you are in first or second place and you're clearly making the playoffs and the back half of the season or the back last whatever 10 games or whatever it is after the deadline, you don't necessarily worry too much about having two elite goalies. And you have $7 million that you're staring at playing maybe three games in the playoffs because you know the playoffs aren't going to be as condensed as they were last time because they're not in a bubble and they're not trying to get it done really, really fast. So you're not going to have back-to-backs in the playoffs and you go, okay, Leonard's going to be your goalie all playoffs. You can't bury $7 million on your bench for no reason. You go and get another player. So I could see the design being flurry. Hey, love you. Sorry, you're moving. And you bring somebody else in, right? Look, you're not going to go get Kane from Chicago, but Chicago has players that you could want, right? I know you said Taves, but Taves with his his illness. Taves isn't playing this year anyway. He might, and, he might not play the whole year, but there are going to be teams that are selling at that point and looking for rebuild or looking to, for protection from the Seattle expansion. Draft yeah. I was going to mention
2: that yeah. down
1: the road. So Vegas can absolutely be active and players at the deadline. They just have to move, uh, flurry out. And if you can if, move flurry, if they, they
3: got to get a reliable backup. in case Something happens. Yeah, well, you don't, you don't want to go into a playoffs and have an unreliable backup. I mean,
0: Oscar you know, Dance to be the backstop of the playoffs.
2: And here's the thing about Flurry too is that he he does not have a no movement clause. He has a no trade clause, so they, he can get exposed to Seattle.
3: We don't have to. No, he has to.
2: Uh, I'm talking about if we trade him. If we yeah. trade him. He has to waive it in order to get exposed to Seattle. Though. No, 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 because he—it's he, only only no movement clause is the only one that's protected. Yeah, that's right. No trade clause—you can't. You can expose people. You with
3: trade, no trade uh, a player with a no trade clause can get exposed.
0: Uh, he yeah. could put it on every year. He has to submit that list. So next year he could put that list out, though. So yeah. he could put Seattle on the list next year on um,
1: his ten-team no trade. Yeah, I think you can. Uh, is, yeah, can you but that, that
3: has nothing to do with the expansion draft.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm
1: did oh, he have a no good. movement coming in from uh, from from uh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh? Yes, Pittsburgh. he
0: did have yes, a full yeah.
2: no. movement. That was a new movement. Okay. No full movement. That's what he had to wave. Oh, okay. actually, oh, so. it was it was a There's combo balls.
0: in the last few years. Yep. Oh no, wait, yeah, yeah. I don't know what it means when they say both. <laughs> <laughs> team, what? That, that's weird.
1: No trade list is twelve. I'm I, guys. I'm fairly confident, and I could be wrong. So take it with a grain of salt. I think if you have any portion of a no trade clause, you have to waive it in order to be exposed. I think you, you have to be willing to waive it. I could be wrong. We could read about it. We could argue about it, but
0: anyways, let's move on instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Dave, you want to go over some of the season ticket info that you saw for uh, Vegas season ticket holders there?
3: Yeah. About a half an hour before we started this, I got a text from the guy who sits behind me. Hey Ron, how you doing? Um, He said, hey, it's nice. We got uh, our tickets and access for the season. I'm like, well, that's kind of strange. I mean, nobody's going to games. I looked it up and then I saw that I was like, yeah, we got tickets in there. And I got my parking pass in there. Then I noticed it's actually for 2021 and 2022. So for people who are delaying their stuff until the next season, uh, you have your tickets in access for 2021 and 2022, including your parking passes. So no longer will you have to actually have to print them off. All you have to do is just give them your phone and show them access and there you go. So tickets for this season, if they do end up having people at games, I guess, like we know, you actually would have to go out and purchase them now or unless you decided to keep your season tickets for this year.
1: No, even if you kept there, there was no there was no keep option. There was only a refund or move them to the next year. They, they didn't let anybody oh. keep. Tickets oh, yeah, this right, year. that's right.
3: That's right. That's right.
1: So any tickets that are going to be offered this year guys are going to be at a higher premium yeah, than say, whatever auction arm and leg yeah whatever your season ticket price was right so don't expect them they will offer them to season ticket members but they are going to be more expensive because you got to assume what 25 if if at any point they start letting people in 25 percent would be the most so it's uh yeah you're Season tickets are, are there for 2021 20, 2022. It says that every game and, is going to be a back to back for 45 games, so yeah. don't take too every, much credence into that.
3: Yeah, everyone who uh delayed as well, too, your you're price locked in, so don't worry about your prices being jumped up at all. You're, you're price locked in,
1: so uh, but yeah, as you started out with uh AXS or Access or whatever you call it, uh, Flash Sheets is no longer you can you can delete yeah. that app,
3: yeah, they yeah, they no longer support the app.
1: Yeah, it's fully dead. Um,
0: So yeah, uh, let's take a quick commercial break here and then we'll talk about our crazy tweets from the last week. Um, Thanks to uh, Dave's Photoshop skills there. So we'll be back in just a minute.
1: Did you know that your favorite band also loves your favorite hockey team? If you love hockey and you love music, you're going to love Bar Down Breakdown, a podcast that explores the crossover between alternative music
2: and the sport we love, hockey.
0: Every NHL player wants to be in a band, and every band guy wants to be in, you know, a pro athlete.
3: With guests from all over the globe, come along with us as we interview some of the most captivating names in alternative music and talk about why we love hockey and how it's influenced us. You
0: know, there was a for a few seconds I of thought, of like, well, maybe we should wear a Montreal jersey and and each was like, mm, I think you should stay neutral. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, yeah, you know what, you're probably right.
1: So tune in every Tuesday on the Hockey Podcast Network, where we'll have a brand new guest and a unique look into the bridge between hockey and
3: music.
0: And we're back. So uh, so Dave, you made some uh, graphics uh, for our uh, Vegas Nightly Twitter account that uh, kind of got the hockey twitter world at least the hockey podcast network hockey twitter world in in uh yeah.
2: quite a twist there uh, i'm really proud of you dave by the way i'm really proud of you hey thank you i appreciate <laughs> that i, I know you good. are the master at
3: photoshopping. i mean but i like to have a little fun too i mean i i know my skulls aren't quite as high but it was a lot of fun uh my, doing this i want i mean the season coming up it got me excited i'm like you know what let's just let's have some fun with everybody else's account let's yeah my fun.
2: My my only uh, critique is that I wouldn't use Photoshop for this. Would have used InDesign because it's much easier to do this graph thing. Yeah. But I digress. Why do we always? <laughs> but I don't. To I don't nerd out have InDesign. With Carlo. That's I, it's part of me, man. I'm
3: sorry. No, <laughs> that, it, Carlo. that's fine. I mean, if I was familiar with Brawgram, it'd probably be something I would. Yeah, use yeah, yeah I understand something yeah. I don't have. So, but anyways, let's talk about it. Why did we go with the reverse retro theme as well too? Even though some people had some criticisms about that and. It's like wow,
1: yeah, who cares? Why does anybody have criticisms over that? Because it, you show a Nordique's fo- logo for the uh, Avalanche? Yeah,
2: that was weird. That was yeah. a weird
1: flex. That was a weird flex. <laughs> <laughs> that was a weird flex.
3: So anyway, our, our West Division uh, uh, predictions here. Uh, we are all pretty much agreeing in the top three. So for Eric had Vegas in first. The rest of us had Colorado in first. And we all agreed St. Louis will be third. And then we are all over the place. For fourth through seventh, and then all of us decided to put Arizona. Sorry,
2: this is weird Iran
3: <laughs> for uh, Arizona for last. I mean, I didn't have Arizona last at first, but then when I saw all you guys do that, I'm like, oh, this is going to create drama. I got <laughs> <laughs> so I decided to change. That. I think I originally had them fifth, maybe.
2: I to be honest with you, any of this uh, five can be interchangeable for yeah me. the bottom
0: five is a literal crapshoot like like it's a dice roll there's there's nothing there's there's nothing logical about any of those teams being in the top three is basically my answer to
3: anybody's question yeah uh, eric and i both had san jose in the playoffs as a four seed but i'm sure eric just like i do we think they have an improved season i mean they they just had a really bad year where everything went wrong for them last year so here's, here's what
1: i think on them and i i guess i don't know i think in a shortened season some of your elite players are still going to be able to to excel right buyer's back Tour's is back ek uh, eric carlson is healthy for the first time since surgery in 2019 like that that could be scary burns hasn't played in a year like all these guys should be ready to go now their depth is trash like they have nobody behind it like they traded what Barkley Goudreau. I mean, they yeah. trade, traded a lot of their depth. So,
3: and they have nothing I, really coming up that I, I'm aware I, of.
1: I could see them being eight, or I could see them being four. So, I I'd put, them, I'd put them four there just because I would love a Vegas San Jose first round matchup. Plan. Oh, like, I see that would be you did
3: that there, yeah. too, didn't you? I see that. And, uh, Andrew, what do we think about the Anaheim farting ducks?
0: Oh, the, you mean the fart rockets. Well, well, first off, I, I posted a tweet that started to get some traction that uh, the, the reverse retro slash the old, uh, you know, duck flying out of the ice uh, logo that the ducks used back in like the very early 90s, I think, or like when the team first came out. It looks like the duck is getting propelled by a fart out of the ice. And there's nothing that can change my mind on this. It just that's the way it looks. Um, but I, I, you know, we talked about this a little bit like last week, I think. But John Gibson is an absolute beast. He's probably the, it, one of the best, if not the best, maybe him and Carey Price are, are probably the best goalies out there. Like John Gibson is so good that usually the Ducks are in a playoff position for the first 20 to 30 games of a season. So given that the season's only 56 games, can he hold on that long? Maybe. And if he does, they might end up in fourth place.
3: If Gibson was on a decent team, he would be up for Vesna almost every single year.
0: he is such a
1: good goalie like 40 shots a game and they just get worn out by like you said the 30th game and just go okay guys i quit
0: yeah Uh yeah that's when he gets pissed off and he like has his his yearly tantrum and and they just aren't good for the rest of the year Um, but yeah i mean i i think maybe it was just kind of a like almost an unconscious bias against the the um the yotes there but like the reason that I personally put them as last is because they traded a bunch of players out. Um, they didn't get much in return except for picks. And they're having a ton of internal struggles with that team as a corporation. So like none of it was pointing toward things going well for them this coming season, but you yeah, know, we could be surprised. I know we really pissed off some other people that are. Yoking. It
1: was so crazy. I got chirped by Kat Silverman who like writes about goalies. Like it's, it's fairly like prominent in Arizona. Like I got tripped by her, like instead of asking a question, why do you think that L.A. got improved? And I was like, well, for these reasons. Like, they, they had won the last f- five or six games on, in a row. They were playing the best best hockey at the end of the year. They play most of the teams that are going to be in that division good. They're young players. They have the best farm system, and they're going to continue to be good. Like, I list all these things. I was like, okay, so what did Arizona do? And then nothing, crickets. I was like, Well, oh. you know she's hey, but here's-
0: uh, she's roommates Here. with Corey from the Corey and Richie show. You, you know that, right? Oh, that okay.
2: Oh, yeah, okay. Um, here here's the thing about uh arizona too because right after uh we did the presentation did they just sign brazil Brous- uh Broussard. yeah that was right after that yep. yeah they just they just did sign it oh. but
1: Ex-go- ex-golden knight Derek brazil <laughs> For
2: like yeah a minute. <laughs> hey he was still a golden Less, knight more Man. like two seconds
1: no it's <laughs> I, yeah it,
2: it was it's the drama i like i like i said i could i could totally see them be up there like this vibes is interchangeable for me and uh like, like uh, I like the Kings. The Kings, I re- I really like how they're looking at the end of that season. And like you said, uh, Eric, they're they're young players. They have the best one of the pools. best. Yeah, they're one. Of the, they have one of the best young players in the league. They have one of the best prospects pools. I you know,
1: think um, the, the thing that scares me the most about them is their defense. Their their defense is so bad. Like, yeah. it's it's I mean, it's it's legit worse than the league. Like. Sorry, Drew Dowdy. Like I know you're, you're, you get mad at anybody for chirping you, but other than Drew Dowdy, who you actually know who that is, and he's not very good anymore, yeah. the rest of the defense is AHLers or worse. That's because they gave us all their defense. <laughs> yeah, two of the two 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 actual players. Yeah, McNabb. They didn't have a choice um, of McNabb, but then traded uh, Martinez.
3: Yeah, the Minnesota guys gave us a lot of shit as well too, uh, especially uh, Ish. And you know he, gave, he said, "Well, wait a Minnesota is deeper depth wise, like." Well, that's gonna be a phrase we're gonna to have to give him some crap about for a while. Deeper depth wise, you kind of just repeated yourself there.
2: And he did <laughs> and he did say that they improved in uh goalie, which with Talbot. And I'm like, I think I need to sit you down, buddy. <laughs> uh, Talbot, I don't think so. I mean I, Yeah. Yeah, Duke Nick is better than Duke Nick, but it's Cam Talbot, buddy. Come on,
0: man. that's like that's like rolling a dice that only rolls one number, yeah. <laughs> and the number is zero.
3: It's like <laughs> it has all the same numbers on all sides except for one, and that that one side just never comes up.
0: It, it's the Mario Party dice. Like yeah. you always want that one that has like the nine on it, but you never fucking get that nine. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, it, I don't I don't have any faith for Minnesota because I saw how Cam Talbot played last in the bubble like you did yeah. not do well by any means you didn't even do close to well and then i'm like wait you're gonna you're gonna sign that guy i'm like dubnik wasn't isn't good either but like wouldn't you rather Z- go with the bad you know than the bad you don't at that point
1: Z- zuccarello's missing time uh they yeah. traded stall i mean they're just not um, look they have they've taught same complete opposite of la right minnesota might have the best defensive core like top of, to bottom, not yeah, elite. Like Brodean's very good. Out of this uh, five, yeah. These five Zumba, very good. Yeah, yeah, I think I think they're they're, they're the best defensive core. Oh uh, well,
2: sharks may be debatable if Eric Carlson comes a hundred percent. You know, I think it's those two.
1: I'm yeah. saying depth. I'm not just saying elite. oh yeah, yeah. If you if you say if you if you just say elite, sure, burns, but he's a pylon and Carlson. But <laughs> and Spurgeon's one, Spurgeon's one of the yeah, Vlasic is very, very bad. Spurgeon's one of the best. Jonas Vordine's very, very good. Uh, Matt Dumba is, is very good. Like Depth-wise, I think they're better. Brad Hunt, ex-Golden Knight.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Before we move on to our next division, I want to give out the shout-out to the Kings Den, because they shout us out in their last podcast, especially you, Carla, for giving them the love. Yeah. So, yeah. I'll give them a shout-out for mentioning yeah, us like in the podcast and our predictions, and I will let the Hockey Podcast Network on fire, especially in the Slack, so uh, thanks, guys, for giving us a little pub there, and we appreciate that.
0: So the the next division was my favorite one to, to choose, like, the different the different picks, because they only had seven teams, so we all chose some random Canadian thing to be number one. Uh, I chose Letterkenny, which uh, Dave did the super soft birthday party, so that was awesome. Good job <laughs> on that, Dave. Um, Carlo chose poutine. Eric, you had maple syrup, and then Dave had the, uh, the,
2: the Timmy's little – donut whole things <laughs> ten yeah so I, I was the first one to do this bit when I sent it I if I wish I could have changed it because I would have done uh first to six as the teams and I would have put number seven as Justin Bieber and then uh number eight would be Ottawa <laughs> 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 but uh, you know I already submitted my 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 bit so I'll do that th-
0: this was the most all over the place I think out of all of our all of our choices on except for
2: one except for one (laughs) yeah but
0: but like in real realistically this one was the most all over the place like most people had leafs at the top i i don't trust the leafs so i i'd put vancouver at the top uh eric has vancouver almost last so
3: (laughs) yeah Yeah, And the thing is though, even though we all had ottawa last ottawa could be very improved this year though too maybe not enough to Mm -hmm. Total damage but they can still be improved
2: they yeah, could I, be improved but it's auto there's so much you know there, there's that, a long ladder to climb i was
0: thinking of a short schedule the fact that vancouver's got demco from from san diego who went to school with Tuck, and,
2: Holtby. and holby
0: and and they they have some decent players uh you know oilers can do damage in 56 games because that's about the, the extent yeah of what mcdavid and dry can do well in
1: Oh, then, here's my question. Why do you guys all hate Winnipeg? They have the Vezina winner, the best goalie last year. Re-
2: remember when you talked In about –
1: defensive schedule.
2: Remember you talked about Minnesota's defensive
1: depth? Oh, who has,
2: yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know who has worse? <laughs> hey, <laughs> well, know, Minnesota, not Minnesota. Right. Uh, and, and
3: one chirp we got is like
2: – Kings. Uh,
3: a guy who was pushing Montreal to be first, which I – You know, you could – I can see happy. it. I can see it. If Carey yeah. Price and Allen do very, very well this year, I could say any of those teams, except for Ottawa, end up being first place this year.
1: Yeah. And if look, Matt Murray, I could see Ottawa not being dead last. I couldn't see him being first, but
2: actually, I like, I don't know if I can see the Jets at first because of their defensive depth.
0: Wait, Markstrom went to Calgary, didn't he? Yes, he did. Yeah, that's that's why I I like
2: yeah.
0: I thought he went to Edmonton in my head. <laughs> nope. <laughs> well. Now, I, I, if I could take this back, I would probably switch it, things around a little bit. It more.
2: was really hard to pick between those. Like, I, I I, know I had Winnipeg and Ottawa at the bottom. Those five, though, is so interchangeable for me. Those guys are so close.
1: No, I, it, I agree. One, one it, through seven, I could see it any, yeah. almost any way except for Ottawa. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
3: Why did those you... teams, by the end of the season, the difference between first and sixth could be, like, four points. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, that's all all the teams this season, right? Or a lot of them. That's
2: the the reason I have uh, the Oilers at the top, though, is what you did mention, uh, Andrew, is that they normally do really, really good off the bat because McDavid and Drysaddle just go all out. And then they normally run out of steam near the end of the season or in the playoffs. But it, especially with the shortened season, they're just going to go all out, and I think a few of their players improved, like Nugent, uh, Nugent Hopkins. has got uh, got better. Ethan Bear uh, is, I think, is uh, getting better and is really underrated. Yeah, Yamamoto. Yamamoto is really good. I think the, uh, the Oilers' their their supporting cast is getting better. I think. Now
3: what I about think,
2: uh, their goalie? Still need to get fixed, though. That's my only qu- biggest question mark for them. Is their goalie? And-
3: just because I put Toronto first does not mean I think they're going to win their first round matchup.
2: Oh, they they never they never do. So don't worry about it. <laughs>
3: yeah, because battle they might be Alberta, it's not Boston, for once. <laughs> yeah. Battle Alberta to win that division to go to the final four.
2: You know, you know what I read? Where I read somewhere that there's there's a possibility of a, a Boston versus Toronto Cup finals. And, and <laughs> I would laugh if uh, Toronto loses in seven games.
0: Yep. <laughs>
1: That was. But well, then maybe we could have
0: two Canadian cities burned down by Boston.
1: Yeah, exactly. I, I actually think my favorite thing is the fact that Canada's guaranteed a team in the Final Four, yeah. but they won't get one in the Cup Final. Like, I'm sorry, I think that <laughs> that they have the least amount of elite teams in that division. They're not the weakest division. I think the no. weakest division is the uh, Central or whatever. But I think they have the we the least amount of elite teams. They don't even have an elite team like Toronto. I'm sorry. Did you see today they're announcing Joe Thornton's going to play left wing with Marner and – What? Matthews. It's like you're going to put – Won't he be Thornton. able to keep up? First oh line my. left wing. Good luck. What? A, why did you put
0: Vancouver at seven, Eric? I'm just curious.
1: Uh, okay, so if you look at their last two years, right? So mm-hmm. they started to improve the year before, and then last year they actually improved and made the bubble playoffs, right? They wouldn't have made the playoffs either way. Uh, if well, they would have They the they were season, third. Yeah. They were, were they third, third in division. Okay. So, yes, they were improved. It was a year before they did. Um, So, your MVP as voted on by the team and, and media and all this stuff for the, for each team was Markstrom each year. Yeah. He, he's fantastic. He saved them. He stole them games. He won all this stuff. Well, they don't have him anymore, right? They, they lost him for nothing. You replace him with Holtby, who is far worse. Like, if you look at the previous three years of their, their careers, like, far, far worse. Holtby had that magical playoff run three years ago, but other than that, he's been actually bad. Going into that playoff run, he was actually benched for uh, Samsonov. Was it Samsonov or was it... No, Grubauer? it wasn't Samsonov. It was, was Grubar. Um, yeah. um, so, he w- he is not a very good goalie, in my opinion. Um, to Foley, I know he was only a rental, but you lost him. Uh, you Yes, I think Schmidt is a little bit of an upgrade over Furland and some of those other players you got. But I just don't think they're that good. They still had to to absorb those cap hits of, of Erickson. I mean, they still have a, a lot of dead cap space. I just don't think they're that good of a team.
0: Oh, it's it, Pedersen's contract year too. Yeah, this
1: yes, is Pedersen, their last. This is their Paul, last year to try to do anything. No, Hughes. Hughes. Has,
2: no, they. I remember. I remember coming. people are talking talking about how they uh, they both. Uh, it's the same time, right? Hughes and how this
1: is Hughes' ahead? third yeah. year, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right time. because yeah. he burned a year because yeah. he signed out of college. So I think you are correct. And Demko, so you they have here, to sign those right
0: three this next season after the okay, end of the Okay,
1: guys, for, for all of Vegas, you included AJ, Demko is actually not that good of a goalie currently. He has all the pedigree in the world, everything. He had one good playoff series, but if you look at his actual save percentage last year, he oh, was very bad. No, no, he we made him look good. So I get that Vegas wants to sit there and freak out about that. He <laughs> was not good at all. Nine thirteen, actually. That's not bad.
2: No, it's not five.
1: five. Oh, is that for the Oh yeah, that and was the eighteen
0: nineteen was nine oh, yeah. thirteen. Yeah, Never mind. Yeah.
1: Nine oh five and a three oh six goals against he was he's not a good goalie like <laughs> he, his he's really not. Is
0: so yes,
1: playoff 0.64 and a nine eight five. Stop. Okay. <laughs> oh that was God. Vegas. Vegas made him a good goalie. He's not a good goalie. So he's not gonna sign for much more than I don't know, he'll probably get like a two and a half million dollar deal. Like he's gonna be the future there, but he, currently he's not. So I just don't think with that tandem, with Tyler Myers is not very good, Jordy Benn's not very good, Alex Adler's not very good. I mean, I just don't see... I
3: forgot, isn't Jordy, you, you all of a sudden... of those young kids could really step yeah. up and improve. They, they, have, too.
2: they have huge star power in Pedersen,
1: Hughes,
2: and Besser. And I think they can step up. There's really,
1: And I think Horvat and Miller are both very good. They're yeah. well above average, well, very serviceable, but that's that's it. Like Vertanen's actually not really that good. He hasn't developed into what they they thought he was going to be. And at this point, they're having to rely on some defenseman coming up and taking a spot. And I just it's like Oli Jul- Jul- Juliovi or something like that is his name. He was a first round pick uh, in fifteen, I think, or sixteen. He was the year before Pedersen. Oh yeah. So and they
0: I, they're going to have some serious cap headaches after yeah, this. Yeah,
1: it's game. their cap that's really. Correct. Them. So, so this is their last year, and and they didn't sign their MVP for the previous year. That's why I think they missed the playoffs. I, I don't think I'm that crazy. At I can see it. Can I see them being five? Sure. It. Like a, like I, I said, I think they missed the playoffs. It's very the,
2: these teams are like all around the same tier of teams. I think and very interchangeable
1: and and everybody yeah. that's on montreal's jockstrap let's let's not forget guys they were the 24th team in the only reason they expanded it to 24 instead of 22 was to get montreal in there right like they <laughs> wanted montreal and uh chicago so they could get those big tv markets to make money back on the playoffs like neither of those teams were any good they happened to <laughs> to beat worst and not worst teams just teams that didn't show up edmonton and uh pittsburgh
3: yeah, I was gonna say it really worked out in Montreal's case.
1: Yeah, but then they didn't make another round. Like the, neither of those teams made another round. Montreal made it competitive against uh, Philly, Philly, Philly. Yeah, but it, they didn't make another round. So I don't. I just. Yeah, and Chicago uh, just got uh, beat up. By let's talk.
3: Let's talk about. Uh, well, Houston, I was gonna Chicago. say. Speaking of Philly, let's move on to the East.
2: Yeah.
0: So let's talk about this. Uh, w- this is the one I think we we also varied quite a bit. Um,
1: different, different reasons too, because But I do of- believe before we start into the thing, if we could all do it over again, we would still change something right now.
2: Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. yeah. yeah. Really- I did
0: not expect that the Caps were going to sign Chara. That was that was quite a surprise to me. Um, not that I think that Chara makes like Boston or Washington better, hugely better or hugely worse. Given that, that point it gives them better reason. Down. But it's still it's still weird. Uh, now now I'm not sure what's gonna happen. But um, but yeah. It- Weird shit has been going on all over the East for the past. I mean, you know, they, they, the caps are like, Hey, let's make a team out of all of the rival players that we've ever had. So they're, they're like, you know, sign one unfortunately he has the, the heart issue or whatever. So I'm going to laugh so hard if they, they pull in flurry someday is their arch nemesis there. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, they, now they got Chara from the Bruins. Um, so I could, if I, if I could do it again, I'd probably change it around a little bit. Um, I still think that Pittsburgh is going to suck next season. Personally,
3: Why? I was going back and forth between Boston it's... and Washington for first place, but I put Boston as first because of their goalie depth over Washington.
2: Yeah, my my top two for me was Philly and Boston. I was going back and forth who to go first, but yeah, like I said, the uh, the tandem for me for Boston uh, kind of wins it for me. And but Carter Hart is probably yeah.
1: Are we Are... all forgetting that Boston? Is it going to have um, and to start the year? Is it going to have uh, Marchand to start uh,
3: Mar- the year? Marshan no, no, is... there's a report that came out recently that he's going to be on the ice.
1: Okay. You lost Tory Krug and replaced him with an AHL player. You... Chara... I don't think Chara is anything other than the fact that he was a, a leader for him, he's right?
3: Like, depth, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, I, I just... I, I don't know. They, they, uh, I was the only one in the group that put them... Not first. I put them second behind Philly. And if I could do it over again, I'd probably put them third or fourth.
3: Yeah. I had thought about Philly as well too, just because of Carter Hart and the improvement that Philly made.
1: But it's just
2: Philly oh. you people forget Philly was one of the best teams after like before the uh the season. They were on a
1: run, yeah. They were, yeah, they on, were on a run. On for run. Sure. Philly
2: before is so- the and then they won
3: the the four the- games of the yeah, and Rob, then they Rob. just
1: got stopped by uh, by the Islanders. Now, here's the other thing. that, that And I think this season is going to be some sort of hybrid between the two. It's not going to be playoffs to where you can go in and completely shut somebody down in a seven-game series like Vancouver and Demco did to us. You're not going to play that way for two games. But you're also not just going to play wide open. You are going to having face these teams a lot. It's going to be some sort of hybrid between the two. So I could see the Islanders actually being better than where I have them at fifth. Um Same here. So, but also Philly, so the reason why I like Philly, Philly is getting Nolan Patrick back, who was the second overall pick in the 2017 draft. He's an absolute stud. Hopefully his, his migraine issues are behind him and he can have a nice, healthy career because he is yeah. – I wish nothing but the best for him.
2: And then you get Oscar Libbaum back too.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, the I, If – if I had to do this over again I would put Philly first maybe because they're I think they're one of the best teams. This this division is just so
1: stacked man except for I think the bottom two. But I, I really think it's the bottom one. I could see Buffalo making some sort of run above the Rangers. Like I could see them being 6th or 5th. Yeah. Only because I, look, the Ra- Ro- everybody forgets that Rasmus Stallin is an absolute stud, right? Yeah, he yeah. is. You've got one of the best young centers in the league with Jack Eichel. Now you pair him with an actual real winger in Taylor Hall. You can put um, Skinner on the second line. You went and traded for Stahl so Stahl can play with Skinner. I think Buffalo could could make a little bit of noise.
2: You forgot one thing, though, that they do have an anchor weighing
1: them down. Oh, Cody at third line center, <laughs> and, and Colin Miller. So
2: uh, you know they're not going to get
1: goals. So,
2: <laughs> so yeah, you got you have an anchor weighing them down. So yeah, don't remember, Bristol that.
1: line is not very good. Their uh, the, their eighth overall pick from 2017, uh, Casey Middlestad has just been a uh, kind of a bust.
2: I th- I think a lot of these teams are really good though. A lot of these teams are above average, like Pittsburgh, Washington, New York. Both New York teams are all I think. Uh, I, I think the Rangers, Rangers is going to improve team, a lot. I think yeah, the Rangers the, are going to improve a lot. Yeah,
3: the team that I have the hardest time keeping out was the Islanders. I mean, they made I, that great run to the uh, conference final last year, and it's just that this division's so deep. You know, I don't want to put Pittsburgh up because you know they got they still, even though they're not as deep as they used to be, they still have talent. They still have yeah, the best players Mal- in hockey, Yeah.
1: Malkin and Crosby. If you if, anytime that you have eighty-seven and seventy-one being able to play. Top six minutes for, for that team. I'm going to assume they're going to make the playoffs.
2: And the thing about the Islanders too, though, that's so why I uh, put him, I, I can't really take him out is coaching. They have one of the best yep. coaches in the league. It's
0: Stanley cup winner. Barry yeah.
2: it's, it's- there's
3: going to be a really good team that if they were in any other division, going to be out of the playoffs and if they were in the other division they would be in the playoffs
1: yeah that's the case for every no, year but then. but i don't think points wise it will be because here's the thing there's only a finite amount of points and yeah. you can't go to another conference or another division and get points you can only get points that's inside true. your division that's very so true. i actually don't believe that you're going to see anybody i think a, you could think a team was much better but you won't be able to say well, oh well. Yeah, that's look, what it i'm it saying i'm the, not the saying points wise
3: yeah. they would be i'm saying i'm just saying
1: psychologically yes i agree i agree with that but then again and we talked about it last podcast you just have no idea right you won't know until the semifinals what division was actually good and what wasn't right yeah like we could all sit there and look at this this east and go okay hey that's the strongest division on paper and what if they get there and get swept by tampa bay or colorado or vegas or or, worse it
3: happened in 95 when they had the the lockout year when the Western Conference only played the Western Conference, and the East only played the East. They played forty-eight games that year. Uh, Detroit just dominated the uh, the West that year. Uh, they had they had seventy points. They lost eleven games, I think it was that entire year. They're only ones that had more than thirty wins, and then made the finals against New Jersey and get swept. And New Jersey was the fifth seed.
0: Yeah. So let's uh let's throw on um for yep. the sake of time here so- and the Let's get let's get through the last division and then we'll uh, we'll wrap it up here. So uh, this is the uh, the one where uh, we got everybody a lot wanted of to know what Carlo was smoking. So um,
2: so, so yeah. My, well, they my said reason- that about us in all of our divisions. Yeah, but yeah. they
3: specifically
0: everybody was very yeah. interested in what yeah. Carlo was smoking.
2: Here, here's 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 my reasoning why I have Detroit first. I think uh, Larkin and uh, Mantha are just very underrated, and I think they're going to make. Take a huge step up, and they have Zadina coming up too, and I think he will carry this team.
1: They're very Thomas Christ. and they just got Mark Stahl too. And oh, hold on, hold on, you <laughs> haven't even mentioned their biggest off-season addition as part of as the vice president of the John Merrill Apologist. Yeah, League I Club. was. I can't- you
2: didn't. You didn't let me get to that. <laughs> we were going to take fifteen no. minutes to get there. Yeah, they're going to move. They're going to move John Merrill, top six forward. First and, line center. He's gonna he's gonna be he's gonna win the Rocket this season. Yeah. Uh, but, he, no, he it, plays left wing, so yeah. he, he's gonna be up there top line with uh, Larkin and Mantha. He's gonna go. He's gonna win the Rocket this season. He's gonna score sixty goals. And then I, he's also I, gonna, I can, play goals. Yeah, yeah. All the names you mentioned, you haven't even mentioned the team that the player that actually
3: made the All Star team last year, and Tyler Bertuzzi.
2: <laughs> yeah. I think I I just think Detroit's a powerhouse and it's 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 their div- division to lose to be honest with you.
3: And they got a nice number one defenseman developing as and as well too. So
0: yeah, John
2: Merrill, who also is going to play defenseman at the same time and goal.
0: Don't forget goal. about it. yeah that Maybe. Thomas Price you got there. Mm-hmm. Vizina Vizina winner John Merrill.
2: He's going to win the the, the Vesna the the Norris and and the Rocket Richard. He's winning them all. He's yep. winning them all. <laughs> yep. And the uh, and heart trophy, obviously.
0: I think the biggest problem I have with Car- Carlos' picks here would probably be the third place one. Like, at, no matter what, they think, should never be in third place in this. I, mean, I
2: think. I think Bobrovsky had a down year. I think he will uh, bounce back. Uh, he's going to be worth that ten million dollar. You can even right, say it with gonna, a straight I'm, face. Can, I'm, right, right, I'm going to stop <laughs> with this bit because everybody knew I just flipped. I've just flipped my picks. You reverse <laughs> retro.
3: <I just> <laughs> The reverse retro theme.
0: And, reverse. And, and theme.
2: it's so surprising to me that a lot of people actually didn't get that. <laughs> like, like, if you see Detroit first and Tampa Bay at the bottom, I, that's kind of obvious, right? Yeah.
3: Right?
0: Yeah. There, nothing's obvious to, to idiots on the internet,
3: though. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say that one guy I just, you know, like, who's the fucking idiot? I'm like, well, apparently you, because you don't get that this is sarcasm.
1: Yeah, there, there, there's <laughs> always some. But the, here's the thing there is somebody in Detroit that believes that they can win the division. I promise you there's somebody out there that, that really, really believes. I guarantee you that Vegas has a ticket currently bet on Detroit to win the, the Central Division. Oh, I'm sure so that's the guy who puts,
0: And that's the guy who puts the, the money on the Chicago Cubs every year I- until they actually won and, and then she, ended up spending $500,000 to
1: get there. Also, I'm surprised... Not enough of you guys like Nashville. I actually liked what Nashville did this offseason.
3: I, mean, I had a hard time keeping was, Nashville
2: out. Yeah, same here. To me, I think Columbus and Carolina are uh, above – they're not – obviously, Tampa is the, the – this, this, is, this is their division. And I think the next two teams is Columbus and uh, Carolina.
0: Nashville and Columbus, for me, are interchangeable, I think. I think either one of them could hit four – but I don't think the stars have improved so little that Nashville could overtake them.
2: That was my flip-flop on Nashville or Dallas. I can flip-flop those two. One of them is going to make the playoffs, and one of them is not. I think
1: Dallas, like the fact
3: that Andrew and I, we have the exact same picks for this one. I think uh, – Oh, yeah.
1: That's funny. I think, I think Dallas got worse. They didn't add anybody in for players they lost. Corey Perry's not a big loss, but I just don't think – and they got a year older. They're missing Seguin for uh, the first couple months probably. I mean, he's going to be – he was all sorts of messed up during that playoff run. Um, Carolina, I, I think as long as Fetch is back, um, and he's supposed to – I think he's supposed to be back by the, by the start of camp, uh, I think they're fine. They have the best defensive core depth, not, not elite talent and i'd argue elite talent dougie hamilton's a stud uh that's what i think carolina is is very very good and like i said i think nashville made a lot of improvements columbus uh they didn't do enough with their cap space right they had all this cap space out there for an offer sheet or something and they decided to do nothing with it they traded some decent players for cap space and did nothing with it so i i don't think the rosters that are currently out there are official by any stretch of the imagination. I think over the next 10 days, you're going to see some movement. I could see Carolina going out and getting a goalie, or I could see Columbus going out and making a move. I still think there's moves out there.
2: Yeah. And you got to remember that uh, the deadline, you got to put that into account too. They can make a big move in a deadline, get a big, big salary and player too. Use our
3: predictions on January 12th, January 13th, before the first puck drop could be completely different as well too. Yeah, of,
2: of course, of
0: course. When Carlo uh, thinks that Malcolm Subban is going to have a, a yeah, that's year. that's
2: the reason why you have him on second. He is.
1: Uh, I feel really bad for for Subban because he goes there and should have all opportunity in the world to go and be that starter. And, and everybody, every media member, every fan, everybody's like, Chicago has zero goalies.
0: Like, <laughs> yeah, like like, like like literally, they they went from having a you know a, a veteran goalie to having zero goalies, and they're still uh, having Subban. Where did zero? Where, did, where goalie, did Crawford, they are,
2: they Crawford only have one
3: player like... this year. They have Kane, and that's it. <laughs>
2: did he stay? Did Crawford? I can't remember what happened to Crawford. Did he stay? Did... No, no, he's Where... he's gone. Detroit. Where did he go again? Detroit. Oh, yeah. No, he
3: did not I go know. to
0: Detroit. No,
2: he did not go to. Detroit. I thought
0: he. I thought he just didn't get signed.
1: No, he went somewhere in New Jersey. Oh yeah, oh, New Jersey. I think yeah. it was New Jersey. Um. Oh shit. Is he with with Backwood? I know it was a red and black team. I think it's a red. Yeah. And yes, team it's.
3: It I'm pretty sure it's the uh, New Jersey. Yeah,
2: it's New Jersey.
1: I just googled it. Yeah, I was
2: like, oh, where did he go? Yeah, I I think Subban will have a breakout year. He will win the Vezina. Uh, co- He's going to co-win it with John Merrill, obviously. Um, and that's why
1: they're going to finish second. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> good, good good to think that. Good, good, good to think that. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with Dave. Um, in the next 10 days, a lot of movement's going to happen, and, and our, our proje- projections could be completely different, right?
2: Oh, I forgot to mention to Chicago. They, they just lost Kirby Doc.
1: Yeah, and they Kane. lost their top two yeah. centers for the year essentially. Yeah, they don't have anybody. <laughs> there isn't. Uh, I just said the that's they
3: have one player. They have Kane, and that's it. Can I? Can if I? Change
1: Sh- your- if Chicago it- does not trade Kane, I just don't understand it. Like Kane, why is he not already in Columbus? Like Columbus has a cap space. They want to make a move. Columbus and Chicago are, what kind are not really kind of movement that... clauses can Kane have? Can, can I full, change my
2: picks? Can I put Chicago first? Clause. Can I put Chicago first?
1: <laughs> they have a full no movement clause. Yeah. That's that's where that team got in trouble. After the cups, they gave everybody full no movement clauses. They're like Taves, Seabrook, uh, Keith, Kane, all got full no movement clauses.
0: Yeah, and and uh, and Duncan Keith. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: They, they're big four. They're core four. All got but no movement clauses.
3: They won three cups.
1: Yeah, I would take worth it, it. It's right now. It's right worth now, it. if it's you tell it. me right now, Vegas over the next five years is going to have three cups, and in ten years we're going to be absolutely trash. I'll take it. I'll take well, the three that, cups. We're, we're on
0: our way there with the no movement clauses. <laughs> the,
3: uh, we have two. We have two. Okay. I got four cups out of Detroit, and they're complete trash right now. I wouldn't change the that's thing. A cycle, we, we
1: we have a Prince of Wales trophy to show for it. That's all we have so far, and that's not near enough. We got two Pacific Division champs, and a Prince of Wales trophy. Not near enough.
2: Not for this roster. Nope. Yeah, this roster, I have high expectations
1: for this roster. you got a five-year window in my opinion. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'd say less. I'd say three. Three is the more realistic, like win win two and three, and I'd be very excited.
2: I, 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 I am really so, because we have a, a pretty decent young talent, because like, you know, you have Theodore's only 25, Tuck is only 20, what? Four? Four? And then yeah, he, Stone he, he, Stone's twenty eight, Carlson's twenty seven. Uh, they're not very like they do have older players like uh, Marcy just hit thirty, Smith is twenty nine, Petro's thirty.
1: You know we did we did just like I we, think I think you have a uh, I think you have a Robin Leonard yeah window, window. Robin Leonard. because I remember I five, five year window.
2: I remember before we got Leonard, they were saying that that Flurry was our window. Because we had
1: the three, and that made sense. That's two yeah, more that years. That made sense. That's yeah, because we, yeah.
2: we didn't have any replacement for Flurry. Now that we got Leonard, who is only 29, and goalies normally age uh, long, like they, they last longer normally. Yeah. Anyways, I think that window kind of widened a little bit, especially oh, with this. You. Yeah, especially with this, uh, management, uh, who, who who's very aggressive,
1: just and the ownership it. that will yeah. absolutely tell them to go and spend Flurry seven yeah. million dollars on somebody that can help this team extend yeah. that window I think it's a five-year window
2: yeah and, uh, and you yeah, still have
1: Hamilton. you still have Krebs and yeah. Brisson. I can't wait up. till Doug I can't wait till yeah. uh, I can't wait
2: till Dougie Hamilton's on this team next year <laughs> <laughs> I don't know
1: I think we have just a lot we have a lot of defensemen already but sure well, why would you not want him I mean I know I know the but... top six you already have a good third line you have young players coming up to do it you don't have anybody on your roster that could even come close to being Dougie Hamilton on their absolute best day in the world in your prospect pool. Like Haig his what's his ceiling? What's Hague's ceiling? McNabb? Well, no, his ceiling is probably like
2: I wouldn't say like like he's an accurate like, Colin Miller. Like that's ceiling. ceiling. Top four, like a top four defense, but not not like the scoring, but like you know a, a
3: support. He won't be a top, top pair. Four. He'll be a second pairing. Yeah,
1: if he is McCann, a top okay, pair, so he would be literally. The t- you literally just said McNabb, guys. I didn't say. I didn't say McNabb. No, not said.
2: Like you just. i more. I'm more. I'm McNabb with more offensive upside. Okay, fine,
1: fine. I'll I'll, I'll take that. But, yeah. but that's his. I mean, that's
2: he's he not, not. He's not gonna be. I don't think he's an elite. He's not. And then an who else do you
1: have? Okay, you just signed uh, Lucas Cormier. Uh, you got Caden Corazak. You got uh, White Cloud. No, nice. stop. White Cloud ceiling is, is a poor man's McNabb. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you got uh, Coglan. I mean, you have zero elite, elite Cormac, defensemen. Think,
2: yeah, that's we we talked about. We don't have a elite defensive prospect. That's Theodore. We Theodore's going to be here
1: for a while. You know, so. Theodore's next deal is going to be ugly. Luckily, we still got him for four yeah. more years.
2: Yeah, we have four more years, and by that time, uh, we should have some contracts uh, c- going off the books. Because
1: uh, by that Pacioretty time, comes think, off yeah. by that point. Pacioretty comes it's off either, right yeah.
2: yeah, either Patrick. Patrick's going to come off that $7 million. We might be able to sign him for much cheaper by then, but he's going to come off that uh, yeah. contract. Uh, you the know.
3: only players that would be signed when Theodore's contract that, uh, is over is Parkhandro, Stone, Carlson, and Tuck.
0: Yeah. And Tuck will be on his contract year too, so yep. he's not even. That... It depends.
2: Glass uh, yeah. will be in his second deal by that point. Yeah. yeah. It depends on uh, how Tuck performs in this, under this contract. He could get either get a raise or just stay the same, or
1: even you know, we'll see what happens it, there. As as much as I hate to say this, I could see this as being a make or break year for Tuck. If he I doesn't agree. have a good regular season, I could see him getting moved. Same here. I, I mean, mean he look, he, you. you him you had a fantastic playoff run and it's all hype at this point. It is all just a fantastic
3: playoff run until Tyler, Tyler Myers came back in the lineup and then you didn't hear another word from him. Yeah, Perfect. I
2: do. I do give him benefit of the doubt during the regular season last year, though, because he did, he was hurt for a lot of it. Yeah. But, but, but how really much, hurt. how much, how often and, can that happen? And, an and he was anchored by Cody Eakin for most of
1: it. But I it, agree. But, but at some point, look, look, he performed when he was in the top six yeah at some point go perform like i in my opinion I, I love the guy i got his jersey like i absolutely love his game i just in my opinion i could see this year as being a yeah make a break year for him
0: what's well, like william carlson on the jackets right where he was on the in the bottom six and he didn't perform well there and
2: very so different completely because, different yeah completely but, but different. it's no, like you don't expect anything from middle carver so William right Kirsten right but it's there. like
0: certain players are not going to play well on the bottom six like is what i'm saying
1: let's see well, what they put them with this year right let's yeah. see if they if they keep him with stevenson and wa or if you got glass yeah. down there with them yeah or stevenson it, and it Krebs just, on the left let's just see what he, what he plays with because i don't think they're going to have a defensive-minded third line like they had in previous
2: years i think a stevenson krebs tuck line would benefit tuck a lot and I, I i say it like that i was i if that's the line i would move stevenson on the left and have because stevenson and tuck are really fast they're faster than krebs and have both speed guys be on the wings while krebs will be their playmaker i that's how I would i would um yeah, you can't have – so
0: that. I, I think Stevenson's a great, good player, but he's a plug-in player, like we've said before, that doesn't have that same hockey IQ as a lot he, of the the, guys. The,
2: the, the reason why I did that, because Stevenson is – as much as he is a plug player, he is uh, – I think he's pretty responsible on his own end, and he would be the most – responsible out of those three, he would be the most responsible defensively it, uh, in that line with Krebs and Tuck, I think. Yeah. And he, that would be his role. He would be the kind of defensive – you know what? Uh, he, I would if that's the case. I would put him center then, right? But he doesn't have the vision. No, that would be Krebs. I think so. That's if, that's why I, I
0: wouldn't I wouldn't put Stevenson as a center with Tuck because Tuck needs somebody that can just get him the puck where 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 Tuck's near Krebs. the goal, basically. Wow! I,
1: no, no, I, I actually I actually like the line of Stevenson Tuck better than Krebs Stevenson Tuck only because. They're all three straight line players, right? They're just let's go play straight line, and that's, that's that's where Tuck is going to excel. Is in a straight line, he doesn't excel in possession and moving around. I mean, he's he's straight line off 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 he's of a turnover. Yeah, turnover. He is a, yeah. He's a he's a rush player. Now, could he create some havoc if Krebs is playing center and he's net front and, and doing that? Not Krebs net front, but Tug net front, possibly. I just like the straight line aspect of Wah, uh, Stevenson, and Tuck better. That's just that so far. Yeah, that's a fair for, point.
0: I just don't like the hockey IQ or the lack thereof with that specific line, I think. Um,
1: they're not going to be a puck possession. They're not going to get yeah. there and cycle and do any of that. They're going to get one one chance off the rush, and then they're going to get off. <laughs> that's
2: that's that's why – that's that's a stone Fetcher <laughs> ready line. They're the cycle line. They're really. Good. That's why I love glass with
1: them. Glass, yeah, because glass is glass. gonna make perfect sense That's with them. That's the Marshy nice Marsh Smith and Carlson can play either, but they play really well off the rush too. Yeah, I think. Yeah, Dave, I think you had that, a couple things you wanted to say.
3: Yeah, I was gonna say this. The he, talking about bottom six and top six. I know I've kind of mentioned before. I just it just shows how much the game has changed over the last twenty years, twenty five years, because you know people seem to think that the bottom six is not supposed to contribute offensively. It never used to be that way. It used to be like your top three lines. You wanted to get plenty of offense from, and then just your bottom, your bottom line, your fourth line was the line that was going to go beat the shit out of you.
2: Which was, I think that's what it, Vegas is trying
3: to build. That's yeah, exactly. And that's how I think it should be. You mm-hmm. get offense consistency, balanced lines, your top three and get scoring out of it. And overwhelm people and
0: then yeah. send Reeves out to check the entire other opposite reason
3: carrier yeah. reason carrier just crunch People think it's you know oh you're in the bottom six that's just automatically uh, uh, just going to be a downfall it's like no you're no, just no all
0: right let's let's move on and we can have <laughs> we can have Thanks. some more uh we can have some more discussions about this on our next episode and Eric can tell us why we're all wrong about all of our shit. <laughs>
2: That's fair. Um, um, yeah, this is uh, this has been a good talk though.
0: Yeah, let's pick it back up next week. Uh, I just uh, I know we're running into almost 90 minutes here, so let's let's talk about some around the NHL stuff, and then we'll uh, close it off, and we'll pick it back up next week. Um. So. Uh,
3: so yeah, right. I'll I'll start out. Uh, I'll the off. outdoor games. The outdoor games at Lake Tahoe. Okay, potentially Vegas versus Colorado, Boston versus Philly. Now, no, it's not literally going to be on the lake. It's going to be on the golf course there, but with everything in the background. And, you know, without having the winter classics here with people there, they want to get something scenic. Well, how many people think ahead. that
1: it's going to be on the lake? How many people think the ice is actually going to be lot on the lake? Of, A lot of people. <laughs> oh, I,
3: I've <laughs> seen some posts about, oh, they're going to do it on the lake if they fall through. I'm like, they're not going to be on the lake.
2: <laughs> I think it's, this was a big miss opportunities for uh, VGK versus Sharks though, because this is Lake Tahoe is pretty close to Sharks territory, which is in Northern California, Northern Nevada. True. This was, so, but I understand why it's Colorado. is for ratings because San Jose is not one of the best teams right now. Vegas and Colorado is probably going to be the two, the two teams fighting for the first place in division, sense, yeah. the
3: division, which makes sense. And so, Boston, it. Philly.
2: Yeah. And it's outdoors, Virginia. right? So,
0: is mm-hmm. is there going to be like social distance fans allowed or at all? No, there's no, no fans. fans.
2: No, no fans. Fans. There are people already like, I'm getting my tickets right now. Look, like, buddy, we need to sit down. Somebody I've already seen a limit to 400 people.
3: That's those people working the game, and that's yeah. it. Yeah.
1: Right in families. Somebody said that they're going to try to get a cab in there so they could be close, but they're not going to let them anywhere near the thing. So, it doesn't matter. Like, cool, go to Lake Tahoe in February. Have fun.
3: Get a high elevation, get a telescope. Or not a telescope. Binoculars.
0: Binoculars. Binoculars. We got there. We got we got there. Dave's hacking the Hubble right now to point it to a <laughs>
3: The James Webb telescope's replacing it.
0: Oh yeah, that's true. Um so yeah, I I think uh, next one here was Chara signs with the Caps. We talked about this a little bit, but I, it, being from Massachusetts, this one's still weird to me. I mean, I saw Chara win the two thousand and eleven Cup where they lit Vancouver on fire afterwards. So I, uh, yeah, it's just it, it's really really weird to see a guy who spent his entire time with the bees on a on a team that's in the same same division there. Um, but yeah, uh, it is what it is. Chara's not at his prime by any means, isn't he like? He's like 42 or 43 this coming year, right?
3: 43, I believe. And he signed, what, the league minimum?
0: I think so. I think it was basically like, (laughs) he's just like, I want to keep playing. And Boston obviously doesn't want to keep dealing with it. Um, But yeah, I I believe it was like pretty much the league minimum. Caps
3: are the second team.
0: Oh, there they are. And yep, $795,000.
2: Yeah, it's the league minimum.
3: Oh, he's got no movement
0: clause.
2: Oh, no. Oh, no. He won't go to Seattle. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Can't trade him back to Boston.
0: <laughs> oh, no. All right. Uh, whoever wants to take the next one.
2: Uh, I'll take it. there. So, I forgot when it was. There was a lot of rumors for Pierre-Luc Dubois to get traded. And then those rumors were spreading. And then out of nowhere, they just you know what they just decided to sign him for 2 years.
1: What was the contract? I
2: I, I forgot. 5 years or 5 million uh Oh
1: yeah, yeah. 5 5 mi- 3.5 3. and 6.5 so yeah. his qualifying offer has to be whatever percentage above 6.5 so it'll be a good qualifying offer for him It's backloaded which everybody has done this this year.
2: I remember um, when um you texted us this message me and Eric was like because the way you worded it it was like t- for Take like two years, 10 million. And I mean, Eric's like, wait, what? 10 I, th- I thought it was 10 million a year. I was oh, like, no, I, yes. I, knew, I knew
3: you meant five AAV. I
1: yeah. was like, what? I was, I was confused when I read it. I was like, because nobody yeah. said AAV or 10 total yeah. or anything like that. I was like, but no, it makes sense. He's a good player, but he, there's still friction there. So Columbus yeah. could be in the perpetual rebuild. Like they finally won a playoff round um, last <laughs> year, and then now they're about to be bad again.
2: I can, see, uh, I can see that money for him because I think he's about that worth $5 million. Oh, he's Maybe. for
1: sure worth that. Yeah, no, he's yeah. a great player. He's, he's an absolute great player. He was a uh, top four pick, I think, top three or four.
2: Yeah. He was up uh,
3: there.
1: He was the uh, – I think Third. he's the Matthews draft. Third overall, yeah. 2016. Yeah, that's the Matthews draft. Matthew, line a and then Dubois. Dubois is better than line a in my opinion. Yeah. Yep. Pully arvey Ole-Jolevy. God, Matthew Kachuk Tuch- Tuch- should have been higher. Mm-hmm. That's a bad draft. Sergeyev should have been higher. That's a really bad draft, though. And then it goes down from there. next uh, Mc- McElroy. good. Yeah, he's good. That's about it. Um, okay, last one we talked about a little bit. Um, I realize now Dave maybe the whole looking at the nose thing would, would help I apologize uh, Spurgeon <laughs> named captain huh? I already said that uh, and then when the fuck is Vegas gonna make an announcement on their captain yeah I already mentioned that too so okay cool around the league good job Eric <laughs> name the captain captain already
2: just name it it's it's already solid we we know what it's it's, exactly it's written it, it's already been written in stone we know who it is <laughs> <laughs> Carlo, just just play the stone <laughs>
0: etch it there all right well that's it for this week uh we'll be back next week to uh for eric to tell us why we're even more wrong than we were this week so uh thanks everybody for listening and we'll uh we'll catch you next week Peace.
2: Name, name the captain damn it